welcome back to Marriage Sensation. We're a marriage ministry located out of our church, New Life at Calvary, on East 79th and Euclid in Cleveland, Ohio. I'm Walter Glenn. I'm Katie Glenn. And we are delighted to have you with us today. We're going to talk about a subject today that most couples will face sometimes in their marriage at one point or another. It's called How to Make Decisions. And we're going to suggest some ways of making decisions together. But before we continue, my wife's going to lead us off in prayer. Let us join our hearts in prayer. Oh, gracious God, we give you thanks and praise yes, for God. the gift of another day. We thank you for your son, Jesus, and uh, we just thank you for your love and protection of us. And we just continue to ask your blessing on all of our marriages, Lord, and just lead us in the right direction and how to love and cherish each other better and yes, better sir. each day. So we give this session over to you today, Lord, and ask for your blessing on it. We ask all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Yeah, we're told that we are the sum, our life is the sum of our decisions and the decisions that we've made. And so, you know, I really don't have a, a, a story about us as a couple where we made some decision where it was really uh, out of the norm or costly. I mean, I hear... Yeah, we always, we've always gotten together and yeah. discussed what decisions we're going to make. Yeah, I would say that's part big, of our... Big and small things, you know. Yeah, that's part of our DNA is that we tend to make decisions together. And I, I, I don't mean... I, I know sometimes you'll hear couples say that, well, we make all decisions together. There are some decisions that, okay, we give each other the latitude to make that decision right. without the other person, but for big ticket items or items that are decisions that have big consequences, right. we have always sort of made those decisions together. Um, you know, you hear these stories about folks that say, well, I went home, uh, my husband went out and came home with a car, or my wife went home and uh, went out and shopping and came back with, uh, you know, a trip to Mexico. Uh, we don't make those kind of decisions unless we're in it together. So now there's a negative side to that. It makes it very hard to surprise each other. Like if I was going to surprise her with something, uh, it makes it a little difficult to do that. And you have to find creative ways to do that. If you're going to pull off a big surprise like uh, uh, purchasing another ring or doing something of that nature where you don't want the person to be to know exactly all the details, you want to surprise them. But most of the time, I'd have to say we make decisions together because we find that that's the best way to do it for us as a mm -hmm. couple. Mm -hmm. So uh, you're going to talk about a little bit of uh, how we go about making mm -hmm. our decisions. Mm -hmm. Well, one thing is that uh, making a decision on your own without your spouse, and if it's a big decision, that can create fear and mistrust by, by your spouse. Because they feel that you didn't trust me enough to discuss this decision or what we were going to purchase or anything like that. So it brings about that fear and mistrust. So that's one, one reason why you really do want to make decisions. So let's, let's start with that question. Why do you think people make decisions without their spouse's consent? Uh, what do you, is it to avoid maybe some an argument? Is it maybe to avoid mm -hmm. some uh, back and forth or some discussion about it? Or Right, it's, it's, it's all of that. Yeah. It's like I don't really want to hear what my spouse has to say because That's I know they're not going to agree with it and That's so I'm one. just going to make this decision myself 
you know, I, I don't want all that back and forth, back and forth talking about the decision, and um, they just make it on their own. Yeah, not a good idea to no. make a decision no. without the input and the wisdom of your spouse, because maybe they know something that we don't know about that decision. Right, because your spouse could have, you know, really good input, like mm -hmm. you said, wisdom and perspective from a, a, a different point of view to let you open up your mind as to what, you know, is this a good decision that right. I'm talking about right here. You've stopped me from many many a crazy things by us talking <laughs> it out. So, yeah, amen. Right. I'm going to amen that. So you need your spouse by your side in all decisions of consequence. Yes. Because the consequence is going to happen to both of you, not just to the one right. person who made that decision. Right. So, so we're going to talk about seven steps of decision making for mm -hmm. couples. So step number one. The first one is to take your time in decision making. Yes. You need to um, think about how this decision may affect other people in your family. Uh, you need to definitely pray about it. Yes. You need to think about it. You need to look at the pros and cons. You need to sleep on it. You need to do all of these things before making a really big decision because so much of it, it, it will affect your family, it will affect your marriage. And another thing is to, while you're taking your time, to seek counsel. Amen. I mean, the other married couples or uh, Christian counseling or your pastors, or just to get an idea of, okay, there's this decision that we're thinking about, you know, you know, what do you think about it? What if, what if have you made something like this? Or what, what are the consequences you've seen? So it's good to seek wise counsel. Yeah, I think when you select a, per, a person like that, if you're getting counsel from somebody, make it somebody that you both agree on. Right. Uh, don't just get somebody that's going to favor my side or her, or her side. Get somebody you both agree on. And I think, I think secondary, you get somebody who has no benefit from that decision. Right. They don't benefit one way or the other that's from good. you making that decision. That's good. And they can give an <laughs> impartial view of mm -hmm. that decision. But as you say, big decisions have big consequences. Right. Where will the kids go to school? Private school, public school, etc., mm -hmm. etc. Et what kind of house are we going to buy? What's our price point? There's a lot of big decisions that get made in marriage on a day-to-day -day basis. Right. The second area is uh, talk about the decision. Um, you want to look at this decision from every point of view, every angle, every possibility, Every aspect of, of what that decision mm -hmm. could result in. I mean, you just I mean, you just really nitpick every little thing about that decision to ensure that you are making a good decision. I agree. What mm -hmm. What will happen if this goes south? This exactly. goes wrong. Right. What's it gonna How What's it gonna be the cost? What's the financial cost? What's the spiritual cost? What's the emotional cost? Right. What happens if this thing doesn't go well? What happens if it does go well? What, where yeah. we, what position is this going to put us in? Right. I think talk it over. Uh, it is good to talk it over and build consensus, build right. some type of uh, understanding, build some kind of buy-in or some type of uh, mm -hmm. unity mm -hmm. within that decision. Mm -hmm. right. That pays dividends as you're going into the decision. Yeah. Number three is communicate your position clearly. If you are the one with the decision or, or have an idea of what you want to do, then you need to communicate that so clearly to your spouse that they you know, absolutely understand what you're talking about. Um, 
you know, you need to ask the questions, what do, what do I want to do? Yeah. You know, the decision, what do I want to do? When do we want to do it? When do we want to do it? How Why do, do it? I want to do it? Why do we want to do it? Amen. Um, and find, you know, who's involved in, who's this going affect? to be involved in the decision-making process, you know? How much will it cost? I mean, that's a big one. Yeah. How much will it cost? And when, and, uh, you know, when, when is it going to happen? You know, you need to have all of this information so your spouse can just kind of soak it in and, and, and give them an opportunity to think about what you want to do. Yeah, I think for me, I'm usually the one coming up with a lot of the uh, <laughs> financial uh, dis, uh, sort of decisions like, okay, we could possibly do this or we could possibly do that. And mm -hmm. so... What I found is it's very helpful for my wife if I have all the information at right. the table at one time and I present it. Well, here, here's what I'm proposing. Mm -hmm. And again, remember, you're proposing this. You're not saying, well, here's what we're going to do. Right. Or right. I thought about it and this, this is how it's going to happen. Right. That's not no, that's not, that's, not, that's not sort of a consensus there. That's right. not uh, what we're looking for. You propose the idea, you submit the idea, right, honey, I right. think if we do this, this is going to be advantageous to us, mm -hmm. and here's why, and you lay the facts out, or she'll lay the facts out right. for me, here's right. why I think we should do this, and I'm like, okay, that makes a lot of sense. And when you submit that to your spouse, you know, you're asking, I want your opinion about this. Yes. This is an idea I've been thinking of, but I want your opinion because it is going to affect our family, or it is going to affect our Finances, so I definitely want your opinion about that. Absolutely, right. it's not a one-way street. This is mm -hmm. a two-way street. Right. With uh, all opinions are validated and valued. Right. Uh, number four, don't get defensive. Ooh. You know, don't get de defensive when uh, <laughs> you present an idea and your spouse doesn't like it. You know, don't get defensive, but defensive. But, you know, give them more information, mm -hmm. uh, more clarity about what, what you're proposing, you know, because once you get defensive, the communication breaks down. It shuts down. No more communication. Hearts start to get hardened. Right. Uh, and that's just the opposite of what you want. Right. By not being defensive. By, by mm -hmm. not being defensive, you want to open your heart up to your right. spouse. Right, right. And have a posture that says, "Okay, I didn't see it that way," or I, I mm -hmm. you know, it's some. It's like we always talk with each other. We we always say uh, that one of us is a one-dimensional thinker and one of us is a two-dimensional thinker, and so we don't quite line up sometimes with our thinking. Uh, but sometimes that's well, not sometimes. That's usually a very good thing because the the person sees things a little bit differently. Right. That's on the other end of that perspective. And so what happens is they come up with some things that, you know, hey, uh, well, you said that uh, this would be a good idea, but here's what I see will be some right, of the challenges right. with this idea. And if you get defensive, then right then that really stops the communication. It, it breaks it down. Right. It hurts the communication. Hearts get hardened. And as I said earlier, uh, it really makes that decision impassable at that right, point. We can't right. even So be be open to opening your hearts to hear the other heart. person's perspective on 
you know, their, their different point of view really is what you're opening your heart to. And we may learn something from that. We right. may, by opening up our hearts, we may see life in a whole different mm -hmm. view mm -hmm. uh, by saying, wow, I, didn't, I never considered that. Right, right. Mm. Okay, number five is to validate our spouse's feelings. You have to take their opinion under consideration when you're discussing a big decision, especially if it's different from yours. You have to allow your spouse to speak their words and try to explain exactly what mm -hmm. you're trying to explain to them or what your idea is. You know, don't 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 cut them off in the mid sentence or whatever. That's not showing any respect for their opinion or their idea. But allow them to talk it out, and then you can get into the the conversation with what you're thinking about. And I and I I would say use neutral terms, yeah. terms like. I can see, honey, why you feel that way. Right. Now, I can see your concern. Now, here's what I'm going to say to try to mitigate some of that concern. Mm -hmm. Here's what I'm going to say to try to, you know, and use terms like that uh, that help to bridge people, not to tear them apart. So if we right. if we use terms like that, mm -hmm. I understand how you can feel that way or, right. boy, I, I, I really see your point there. Mm -hmm. Now, here's what I think. and Right. And that de-escalates anything that's, that's going to happen, you know, when you're truly showing your spouse that I'm really listening to what you're saying, and I, you know, really want to understand your feelings and your idea of mm -hmm. whatever this decision is going to be, I want to be there for you. And I value your decision. Right. I value your feelings. Your mm -hmm. feelings are important to me. And so by communicating that, it really helps the decision become a better decision. Right. All right, number six. Number six is where you begin the back and forth conversation. Discussion about the decision, you know, you just back and forth, okay, this is what I'm thinking about this, and you say, well, this is what I'm thinking about this, and it's just back and forth, you're trading ideas, opinions, points of view, it's just, it's back and forth before you come to a final decision. And that's where the decision really starts to be made. Exactly. When you go into that, when you get to this, that phase of the decision, number step six, the mm -hmm. back and forth, you've talked it over, you've gone through those steps, mm -hmm. you get to the back and forth. Well, here's what I feel. Here's what I feel. Right. Now, that can be a risky time. Uh, we're going to yeah, just be, be very, <laughs> very, we're going to be very, uh, we're going to admit that right off, right up front. Uh, because that's when you have to watch feelings, watch emotions, mm -hmm. watch uh, things escalating. But the back and forth can be, that can, while it can be very um, challenging, it can also be, that's where the decision will be made. Right. That's where you'll hash it out. Eye-opening and everybody is open to conversation and it just kind of smooths out, you know, the final decision for that. I mean, everything is on the table there. You just yeah, say everybody. what you need to say and uh, just kind of back and forth until, you know, you come to a consensus. Scripture says there's wisdom in a multitude of counselors, spiritual counselors. Mm -hmm. So there's wisdom there in coming together right. and, and, and counseling with each other. Uh, step seven, what okay. if we do not agree? Because there will be right. a time in your marriage where one feels strongly one way and the other feels the strong other feels strongly the other way and you just do not agree mm -hmm. what do we do then the thing is to come back to it later you table need to it. table it for a minute and come back to it later when you've been able to well maybe calm down 
and then kind of work through the your spouse's uh, ideas and opinions through your own mind. Pray over kinda it. Figure it out. Yeah, you definitely pray on it. But you delay making the final decision Don't because make it. you really haven't come to any unity or consensus about it. So um, it's, it's another time, too, to get outside advice. Mm-hmm. If you need some advice from, you know, another couple or your pastors to uh, help you get through this part of the decision-making. Like, we're almost, we're almost there, but, you know, there's just something that's not gelling with the two of Yeah, get opinions from folks that are experts in that area, whether it's mm-hmm. finance, marriage, children, mm-hmm. uh, education, whatever it is. Get, get somebody that knows that area pretty well mm-hmm. and seek their counsel, uh, preferably they're, they're believers in Christ. Uh, I think it's also an opportunity to really, really, um, by, by tabling the discussion and stopping it, it keeps us from causing a riff or a pain that we can't recover from as a married couple. Uh, we have to get to that place where we recognize this is a no-win position right now. We need to table it. Unless the house is burning down, uh, most decisions don't have to be made that day, right, right, exactly. that moment, at that second. Uh, it could be a sale and it's only going to last one day. Well, there'll be another one and, and another year, another month. It could be, I know, I recognize there's opportunities that only come along uh, so often, but uh, we don't want to risk what the damage that it'll cause by moving ahead or forging ahead without the consent of the other person or the agreement or the understanding of the other person. Uh, that's a very risky proposition, so that's one that uh, we have been uh, not willing to take. So we're willing to delay the decision. As I said, unless the house is burning down, then by all means, get some water, put the fire out. But uh, if it's some decision that can be uh, delayed, then delay it. Right. So when you're making big decisions, do it together. Do it as a couple. And think about the consequences. What is, who is this going to affect? It's going to affect your marriage, your family, your children. But the thing is to make that decision together. Yeah, I think uh, the last word I would have on this is pray over it without ceasing. Discuss it a lot. Amen. Uh, and pray a lot. And seek wise counsel. Also, go through the steps of really, really thinking this thing out. Uh, so, until next time, any big decision you have to make, hopefully you can use these guidelines in making that decision. Yes. Because we want your marriage to be sensational. sensational.